the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, faithtalk1360.com. And after that, it goes into the stream as a podcast. So also go to rescuersradioshow.org where you can hear all of the shows on podcast as the uh, this is a listener guided show as well. And if you're interested in uh, seeing how that works, there's a purple button on the website. Just check it out. So my guest today, uh, gosh, I've known him a long time, just haven't seen each other for a while. Uh, Jeff Bergren, director of Arizona operations of Huntington University uh, in the city of Peoria in the West Valley. So hi, Jeff. Good day, Art. <laughs> great to see you. Great to be here. So, good see you see, again. Good to see you. Um, it's been a while. But, uh, Jeff, before we jump into the uh, the subject matter of the day, I would like for you to um, to, to talk to our worldwide audience okay. and uh, be, let them become familiar with your back, background. How did, how did you get to this point? That sounds good. Well, it's, as, as is often the case, uh, the Lord has a unique... Journeys, but I would tell people I, I've lived in very exotic and cosmopolitan places because I grew up in Idaho, Art. So, and I do tell folks just for context that if they've ever seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite, it's actually more documentary than it is, uh, you know, uh, fiction. There's a lot of truth to that. So I <laughs> wow. grew up in Idaho on a potato farm, yes, and uh, and then I ended up going to college in Arkansas. So, you know, in the Ozarks, I went to John Brown University. So a shout out to my alma mater. And I majored in broadcasting art. Wow. So this is like a little trip down memory lane yeah. here. So my, my parents will be excited to know that I actually put my degree to, to, to good use for 26 minutes with Art Brooks. So that's not a bad thing. Wow. Uh, and then I ended up, I did broadcasting for a little bit after I graduated, mostly on the sports casting side. And then a job opened up at John Brown in the admissions office. And so my wife and I were both broadcasting majors. And our deal was whoever got like a steady job first, uh, that's where we're going to go to uh, to live. So this job came up. And I actually had found the, uh, the the only profession that actually paid less than a missions counselor at the time was entry-level broadcasting. So it actually was a pay increase. <laughs> um, so ended up thinking that would be for a year or two, uh, Was ended up being nine years there in Arkansas. And then the Lord led us to uh, Huntington University in Indiana. So we were just outside of Fort Wayne for 21 years. And then uh, when we started getting connected, our, we, I moved out here in 2014. 
uh, to launch Huntington University, Arizona location. But we met even before that back in 2013 yeah. uh, when we were just kind of making exploratory visits. So 10 years. It's been a decade of, of Art Brooks. It's, it's, been a good, it's been a good decade. Wow. And, and you feel good about it. <laughs> I, I do. They were, we were talking about some of the ups and downs uh, over the last decade, but uh, even nice. COVID couldn't keep Art Brooks uh, down. So he's, well, you, you've accomplished a lot. Yeah. We're almost uh, in our, our third anniversary is coming up in May. Uh, gosh, that's that's an interesting background. So, how, why why Arizona? When you were hunting for another campus for Huntington, why Arizona? Yeah, and that's another. You know, as often with these stories, you see a lot of connections happening. You step back, and when you're in it, you're just like, Lord, where's this going? But when you step back, you're like, Okay, I kind of see those connections. So we were not necessarily looking for an additional location. The city of Peoria actually was recruiting. Uh, college universities from the Midwest. This was happening, you know, the, uh, with the Benedictine and Mesa, Otto on Surprise. You know, at the time, Arizona is a unique place for higher ed because you have big community colleges and you have big state schools, but you don't have a lot of the private schools that in the Midwest, you know, every state, every other small town has a often a church-related small liberal arts school, and you get this great town and down, gown relationship. But in Arizona, as these cities were growing, they realized, boy, it'd be great to have kind of a university we could call our own. So as an economic development initiative, City of Peoria went out recruiting, and they happened to connect with someone who's a former president of uh, of a university in Indiana, a private school, and he put the word out kind of amongst his connections, and that's kind of how that connection got uh, uh, got started. So it was definitely a chain series of events. So we started our first visit uh, to Peoria was in August of 2012. <laughs> 125 uh, degrees. It was right? 116. <laughs> so this was full disclosure trip. Um, but we kind of talked about being like Joshua and you know Caleb into the land of the giants. In this case, the giants were sweating. You know, or it's a dry heat, so they weren't sweating. But we came out, and it was just to see what was here, and we're like, wow, there's some there's some neat options. So it it took a while. We didn't launch for four years, but uh, that initial you know, process uh, started just a little over a decade ago as well. So uh, not only did you come at the height of the uh, heat and you stayed, it, it didn't melt away. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that area of the valley has grown substantially over the last 10 years. And I think that was what really kind of prompted it. You know, Peoria was a city of 20,000 people. Uh, you know, in 1980, and I, I run into people all the time who say, "Oh yeah, where you're at, that was an orange grove, and that was a you know, a, <laughs> you know, that was an agriculture field." And so I think that was part of the initiative. Is as those cities became more, you know, a standalone instead of a bedroom community, actually a you know, a standalone community, they started looking for the pieces that weren't there initially. And so that was kind of the strategy: was the let's see if we can pull in a location, and then the the conversation with the city of Peoria was, what does Huntington do well on a national level that isn't necessarily present in Arizona in a strong way? And that's how digital media arts, the four undergraduate degrees we have, ended up being there through conversation with the city of Peoria uh, and that type of thing. And then on the graduate level now, we've brought our, our strongest national graduate program. So it's not like every program came out. It was very, very specific in terms of kind of fitting the need working with the city, but also what kind of made sense for the Arizona market. So it's a, it's a very large puzzle piece to the main campus in, 
Indiana, right? It is. It is. So the <clears throat> we should say the the main campus has a lot of pieces, and we've just been picking uh, <laughs> the choice corner pieces. You know, right? Yeah. The, the easy ones to get started with. So I think that's what we've done. We have a corner piece that's the undergraduate four majors, and then uh, the other puzzle piece that's the uh, doctorate of occupational therapy program. So you made it through the pandemic year, and here we are a few years past that. And uh, has the have the numbers continued to to flow in? And oh, we just and we were talking about it out in the lobby, Art. But you know, COVID was a challenge for everybody. Yeah. And as we look back at that, it you know it had an, it slowed everything down. But we were just so blessed. We stayed in person. Um, you know, we had to go online just that. You know, the during the spring from you know March on, as everybody kind of did. But then we started the next fall and. All the put all the protocols in place, but we kept moving. We what we do is very hands on, and um, so we were just very safe and um, intentional. And the students did a great job. But we literally had no. So certainly, students and faculty caught COVID off location. But since we're a commuter campus, that helped. We could keep folks away, and we didn't. We through contact tracing, we did not have one case of COVID wow. that was transmitted yeah. in our facility, either from faculty, students, 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 student, the faculty. So we just feel very blessed. We feel like the Lord was watching over us uh, during a you know a challenging time. We kind of pressed forward, yeah. and that allowed us to continue to keep some momentum going during COVID when others had to kind of stop. So yeah, we have record enrollment. Uh, even this spring semester, we're adding new cohorts of our um, doctoral program. And it's neat to see the, the the work that students are doing is fantastic, and that is really helping attract other students. Yeah, uh, and and a lot of your family mo- uh, followed you, right? They it was a little <laughs> bit of that as well, and that my uh, my parents had retired to Nevada, so Las Vegas, so they were there. That was one of the initiatives for us to come out, as we wanted to be a little closer to them as they got were are getting older. They're both uh, eighty seven now, so it was good timing to be out. For them, so we uh, uh, hung out, and then we actually uh, uh, moved them down here three years ago. So it's great to have them nearby us. Our daughter came out with us when we moved out. She was just finishing her uh, middle school um, in Indiana, so she did high school out here in Arizona, and uh, then she actually took some classes at our location here. But she is a film production major, which is one of the four majors we have here. But she had grown up in in, in Huntington and kind of wanted the residence. So she actually did her primary coursework back in Indiana. Nice. And our hope, Art, was that she would come and settle. We're like, she loves Arizona. So we're like, we'll get our youngest daughter out here in Arizona. And she got a great job in Indianapolis. So now both our daughters are settled in Indiana. So... <laughs> We that may be that's our retirement destination at at some point is uh we'll be the opposite of everybody who moves out we'll see a lot of people on I seventy we'll be going back in the U haul and they'll be coming out this way ready to fully retire in Sun City or whatever. Wait a minute, you missed the winters. Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so um, so uh, you know before you came to this campus and and headhunted it and and found the location and everything. You were already well-versed with Huntington for like 20 years, right? Yeah, we spent a long, long time there. It was 21 years on the main campus, which is always, has been helpful as we've launched here to have that knowledge and sort of the background of the main campus. So, yes, that was in, that was a, you know, a neat time for personal growth. And so this became a, a nice next step, I think, to, to come out here but have the connections there. So it wasn't just 
One of the things that we saw with other locations out here in Arizona is what they would do, Art, is they would bring out kind of the curriculum and the you know the paperwork, but they would then they would recruit like local representatives who knew Arizona but didn't have a lot of history with the with the university. And I think having that history has really helped it feel more like a natural extension yeah. uh, of the of the uh, main campus, and that's been. So to keep from mission drift, to keep us focused on what we're doing. And what's neat is now we have a couple graduates from the main campus who have come out and are teaching. So now there's a kind of a natural conduit back and forth uh, uh, a little bit. Um, but the years in Indiana were good, as evidenced by the fact that our two daughters are still there. So they, <laughs> they, they like Indiana. And now we have a granddaughter, our first Aww. granddaughter, Art. So congratulations! Is, that happened uh, November 8th. So I'm, I can be Grandpa Jeff and... Uh, uh, all I can say to anybody who's out there listening, if you hear that, people always say, oh, grandkids are great. They're awesome. And I, I mean, you know it intuitively, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's got to be cool. Yeah. Well, when it happens, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is beyond what anyone could tell you. So it's yeah. it's super cool. And we just uh, love our little granddaughter. Her name is Fern, which is so cool because that was my grandmother's Aww. name. So my daughter's like, you know, there's kind of that trend to have older names and yeah. unique names. So she said, what are, what are your grandparents' <laughs> names? So nice. it's cool. So I had a grandma firm, and now I have a granddaughter fern. So that's really cool. <laughs> I want to remind our our listening audience: uh, if you tuned in a little late, uh, uh, my my guest is Jeff Bergren, uh, director of Arizona operations of Huntington Christian University in the city of Peoria. So uh, go go through the list of it's it's a very attractive list of of, of degree programs that you have. Let's go through that. Yeah. So it's a. It, they're they're fun because we have a building full of creatives, and you'll see what I mean when I r- rattle through this list. So there's four bachelor degree programs. Uh, animation is is the first one, and I have to pause real quickly because I think your listeners will appreciate this. Our animation program was founded on the main campus back in oh about 2002, so it's been almost 20 years. It was founded by folks from uh, Big Idea, uh, the Veggie Tales uh, folks. Are these claymation? They are, or? they are do they do a little stop motion claymation they have a <laughs> class in that but it's primarily in the digital so it's yeah. it's a 2D um like you would have like the old original veggie tales type of stuff and then uh, also 3D modeling which you're seeing more and more uh of that case so they learn both the traditional kind of hands-on animation which is the stop motion the claymation they work with paper and and sand and all kinds of cool stuff and then they move into a uh the digital environment with the 2D, which is kind of your classic, you know, cartoon kind of stuff, and then the 3D that gets into the Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse, and some of the game design type of a deal. So that's one program, but it's it was it was you know built by animators to teach the programs well. So it has this great foundation. Um, film production is our other uh, uh, major, and that's a uh, very strong for us. And that was a great program on the main campus, and those folks have done fantastic. Uh, work out here. We're very hands-on, so first week or two, we get a camera in the hands of the students, and they love that, especially if they come from a high school program that's been very hands-on. Then graphic design is the the, the third program, which is really growing, and then uh, then TV production is the other component of it, kind of more of your traditional broadcast, although, as you know, there's nothing traditional about broadcast anymore, (laughs) right, Art? No. Uh, Sometimes that's unfortunate, but (laughs) (laughs) for another day. Uh, So 
what, so they have lots of programs to choose from, whatever their liking is, and, and you can kind of walk them through there, and maybe they trial and error once in a while, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And that's because sometimes, and I see this in the eyes of parents who come in and they're like, I've got this creative kid. You know, what do I, you know, what do, I do with them? How do I, how do I channel them? And we, just, we try to encourage the parents and the students that you, you, don't have to, what you, you don't have to lock in on a major right away. It really is a bit of a menu. And so you kind of have some appetizers and try them out and see which one you want to do. And then you can dive into the main course more appropriately. And even when you're in the main course, you may decide, I love this major, but I'm interested in what my friends are doing, you know, down the hallway. So you can add some, what we say, some dessert where you basically you have the flexibility to, to pull in. If you're a film production major, but you're really into motion graphics and special effects, you can pick up a couple classes in that area. Or if you're into screenwriting and storytelling, you can pick up a couple others. So there's there's the it is fun to see the students work through the template yeah. and come out with this unique set of skills, each one based on kind of their interests and gifts. So uh, that that's a to high high acclaim for uh, for Huntington, allowing them the and not being large a large campus. You, you have the flexibility of letting them uh, try try uh, trial and error all the way through, right? I think it comes through in their final work, in that, you know, the industry is very collaborative, so they need to learn how to collaborate with, in the real world, you're going to be working with animators, you're going to be working with designers, with film production folks, and so they kind of get a little bit of that experience themselves, either personally or with their projects, and that dynamic is just so cool because, and this is kind of hard for people to believe, but Huntington is the top-ranked digital media arts program in the country, private, private program. So we... um, we compete our students every year, and we're and again we're not we're not big. We're less than two hundred students in the main campus. About so between the main campus and, and out in Arizona, it's less than uh, probably three hundred fifty students in both programs. But we're going up against the state schools, the ASUs, University of Oklahoma's, the Columbia's, and you know the you know the NYU's and uh, the Caltech's, and they all compete in in this group called the. Uh, well, we actually did a presentation at a BEA conference, Art. So it was, um, but and I'm sure that had no influence on the judges. So just, we got to clarify Gee, who that. Who got you there? Exactly. <laughs> but that organization is all the college universities that do uh, film, broadcast, and animation. Everybody submits projects, and they get dumped in, and all sizes. We're we're competing against everybody, and uh, for the last five years now in a row. Huntington has finished either second or third overall and has been the top-ranked private program. Like the next closest private is Syracuse, which, wow. you know, is the land of all broadcasters. So uh, um, students do great work. I think it is the hands-on nature right away, the opportunity, to your point, Art, to, to customize your your program a little bit, and then that naturally leads to collaboration yeah. that results in better storytelling, which is really neat to see those students do so well. So the largest, say that again, the largest digi- digital media program. So we're so we are the we're the we're the top rank or the most awarded. That's how we would okay. say. Yep. In the BEA, we have so for example, this last year, um, University of Oklahoma was first with twenty five awards. ASU was second with twenty four awards. Huntington was third with twenty three awards. And then you go to Missouri State. We had like 19, and Syracuse had 17, and then it works down there for the all other 400 
colleges and universities. So Little Huntington, Little Christian College, <laughs> Indiana, and, and uh, Northwest uh, Phoenix combined together to just run with the with the, the big dogs in that sense. And, you know, it's it's really cool. We try to do redemptive storytelling. Um, you know, sometimes with students you got to tell them what that means, but uh, uh, there are some things that we've we've done that we really feel feel good about. So it's not always overtly faith-based, but we try to make it intentionally redemptive. And you have that wonderful um, studio where the uh, it's like a little theater, right? Yes. And where they can see some of the projects on a big screen and, and they can they can make and create for that too, right? You're right. Yeah. Actually, our, we have a 50-seat theater screening yeah. room. And so, yes, they can view their projects there and then they can, they can make their final edits not in headphones and a you know and with your desktop monitor but actually in a theater environment adjust the sound adjust the color do some editing and it's an editing table so they can do it right there on the fly so i think that helps when they go to the phoenix film festival our students just got uh, six projects accepted to the phoenix film festival which was which last year we we had three times what any other university had so there those stories are getting out in these large um you know, interactive uh, uh, festivals that are, you know, the Phoenix Film Festival is one of the top 20 in the in the country. So it's really neat for students to have that kind of a forum. So give us an idea of, of what the national recognition has been. I, I know Forbes and there's been some other uh, heavy hitters take notice of the program. They do. And, you know, and for us, industry-wise, you know, Animation Magazine has talked about uh, about us. We've had uh, U.S. News, which is the you know the other source. We've also had um, some local. You know, the West Valley papers were we got voted the 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 best university on you know on that side. Which you know it's uh, those those things are are great. And the, also when our students do things for um, the Rocky Mountain Emmy Awards. So I was just going to ask that program. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So we do stu- the student production awards. Students have won. We won uh, seven this past uh, year, nice. including one film that is so is awesome. I, I love this movie. Um, it's a very redemptive story about a, a homeless man, and, and it just the the themes that run through it are really cool. And it won uh, best picture. It won best director and best cinematography. Wow! So it's a it's a great uh, uh, a great film. So those kind of things you just kind of go. That's really neat when students can compete with. And so the Rocky Mountain you know Emmys. That's every college and university, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, and a chunk of California. Yeah. So we're in there hanging with, with, with <laughs> those guys. And I think that's really good for our students to feel like what they're doing you know, has value. And uh, especially when they just kind of compare it to you know, judges, it's, uh, it's impartial and you're going against the best of the best. Yeah. So uh, we're in our, our last couple of minutes here, but... Uh, corp, from the corporate side, they pick up on on any of the projects that you that come out of the school. They do, and so our students have had the opportunity to work corporately, and sometimes it starts with a like a let's say a volunteer project or a class project, or working with a maybe a nonprofit, or some businesses will come to us and say, "Hey, we really need I need a sixty second promo piece," um, and so that is one way they get connected, but also. They're now being placed in industry. What's kind of neat about the industry as it's grown is it's you don't have to go to a studio or a station or a network um, to do work. Most businesses, most organizations have a digital media arts 
need have a position. So some of them are either landing in agencies, some are landing in the you know the film profession, others are going right to business. One of our graduates two years ago is now the video chief videographer for all of for Sprouts for all of their really? corporate. So you get those corporate things, which yeah. he he enjoys that, but he's still making movies on the side. So you can't, yeah, you you can never hope to contain uh, those creatives. Uh, they just land. You in places, and so you don't have to be just that. You can do a number of things. I'll real quickly mention my youngest daughter yeah. got a job at a, a big uh, museum and library in downtown Indianapolis. She's always loved museums, history. She's a film production major, and she's like, "Wait, I can marry these things together." Wow! So it's neat where she ended up. Where really kind of all her areas of passion kind of tied together. So um, almost no limits in reality in terms of what our students can do. Um, so we just try to help guide them and and uh, make sure that they say, you know, you might want to pray this through a little bit because you're going to have a lot of options when you get out. <laughs> well, great things happen when you leave it to prayer, right? <laughs> that is exactly right. So, um, so we're we're almost uh, to the end of the program. Another uh, half uh, half a minute. So, uh, um, minute and a half. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> hi, Jeremy. My, my corrector over there. Accountability. 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 I know. So how do people, how do they find out about you? How do they, how do they uh, network with you? Yep. Uh, is there, is there, is there contact information? Yeah, or? we would love to have. So it's, it's a one great way is Huntington University, Arizona. So just Huntington.edu backslash Arizona. You can check out our website. You can go on YouTube and do Huntington University, Arizona and find out, actually view some of our student work. That's probably the best way to get to know us. And then on the website, you'll see meet the crew, my picture, my email, my phone numbers there. So would love to talk to anybody who has interest and wants to know more about Huntington University, Arizona. Wow. And, and graduations happen the same seasons as other schools probably. They right? do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We'll be graduating first week in May for our next group. Well, I'm sorry we're out of time, but... Uh, oh, come on, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeff Bergeron, <laughs> uh, Director of Arizona Operations for Huntington University in Peoria. Uh, you and Huntington University are rescuers, my friend. Oh, thank you, Art. God bless. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.